Hello and welcome or welcome back to Below the Dot Podcast where we recap and discuss a new episode of Degrassi The Next Generation every Throwback Thursday from the Degrassi Black Hole. Today we will be recapping season two, episode three, titled Girls Just Want to Have Fun. But first we'll get into some trivia for Terry. Yay. All right. So my first question is, who does Emma dress as for the dance in this episode? It is one Cindy Lauper. It is. Yes. Um, they kept saying that she was her mom. And I just want to, you've heard it here first. She was absolutely not dressed up as Spike. Although she did look a lot like her mom. How she dressed in the 80s. That was just kind of the look, which is why they look similar. And, but she was actually Cindy Lauper. My next question, which I know you're going to get. What is the name of Snake's old band? Zit Remedy. Very good. Yes, it was. So we hear about this band as long as Mr. Simpson is on Degrassi. Somehow it gets slipped into truly every conversation on this show. Anytime it's like, oh, you're in a band. Actually, it's because it's, it's not even just him. It's between him and Joey. You're going to hear about the Zit Remedy. <laughs> yes. So there it is. Love that for us. We are reintroduced to it. This I had this thought too, is we are reintroduced to it for season two because I'm Literally, if nobody was watching until, say, season one, episode 15, like we say to, then by the time they got to the second season, they were probably wondering how these characters connect to previous, uh, like, series about Degrassi. So I am I knew they would slip that shit in there very early on, season two. Probably the same for season three, so we'll see. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, let me think. Huh. I know exactly when they had one of the conversations, but I'm not sure if... That was early. Now I'm kind of I'm kind of curious. I'm actually going to go look really quickly. Yes, I'd love to because, know because it would make sense. I don't want to give any spoilers, but I think I know a the a band that was practicing in someone's garage season mm, okay. three, yep. and then someone overhears them on camera talking shit. I know exactly what episode that is. Yeah, but I don't know which these descriptions, because I was kind of like a sideline plot. There was their plot B. So I think it's not like in their descriptions. Like, mm. or not, it's not in their Amazon Prime descriptions. So I'd have to go look back later. But yeah, anyway, it was the earlier half of season three, I believe, when that conversation happened. But I could be mistaken because also I made it to like season five on my rewatch, season four during my school rewatch, <laughs> season two here. So I, I, it all, a lot of it blends together. But anyway, it yeah, comes up just time and time again. Right. Get used to Zit Remedy because you'll hear it again. This is the. Nope, and then there's because then there's when someone goes out for a pick me up. One of the adults goes out for a pick me up, and they return singing a song in season (laughs) three. My God, I remember that scene too. Yes, everyone. It just comes back again and again. But anyway, so that's your little tidbit and your trivia. 
Are you ready there to get started? Um, yes, only because, oh, no, there's one thing that I wanted to mention. Everything else I'll mention during the episode. Okay, if you're kidding. watching, it depends on, I'm assuming it depends on where you're watching it from, but if you're watching it on Tubi, I just need everyone to go back to this episode around the 16 minute and, no, yes, yeah, 16 minute, 40 second mark. Somewhere in there, it's a random scene that I was cracking up at. And I realized that no one else pointed out on any other thing I looked at, like Degrassi Panda Wiki or anything. It's a very random, funny scene. Um, so just for me, I need y'all to go back to that because it is so bizarre. And it's, I don't even have anything else to say about it. It's just so funny how they slipped it in there. And if you don't know, like recognize it, that's so funny. So we'll see. Wow. I Interesting. I can't wait to go check it out. All right. So in the opening scene, Spike is trying to tempt a busy Emma. She's working on one of Miss Kwan's poetry assignments. Why does Miss Kwan always have them write poetry? Anyway, with a <laughs> bowl of popcorn, um, because she has something serious she's she wants to discuss. Guess what? Spike is dating Snake. They've been friends since high school. The Degrassi No Context account actually confirmed for me that she did indeed have she, in, she invited Snake to a dance in high school. So, like, later in the episode, we hear um, Emma turn to Manny and she's like, she had, like, a thing for him in high school or something. And I was <laughs> like, but I'd like to know if that were true. And so I tweeted Degrassi No Context, who actually, I believe, watched the first series while I did not. And they did confirm for me that um, Spike invited Snake to a dance in high school and she did kind of have a crush on him. Because I was like, mm-hmm. girl, did you? Liar. Not lie. Mm-hmm. Right. Look at it's that continuity. I'm surprised they kept it going because the only episodes that I did watch, I always get the names mixed up. Mr. Simpson was friends with Emma's father in yes, Shane. those early ep- Yeah, Shane. So I had no mm-hmm. clue that they actually like had a thing. So wow, they really brought it back. Mm-hmm. You're right. All right. So where was I? Um, Snake. All right. Anyway, so the next day at school, Emma's telling Manny about the news. And this is some juicy gossip. It is. I mean, your mom's dating a teacher. So the two are gossiping about it during media immersion class. And Mandy's really put trying to put a positive spin on Snake. She's like, well, I can kind of see why your mom's into him. I can't. No. Although I have seen some people say that, like, Snake is hot. Uh, he's not my tea of hot. People do have a thing for him. But I can appreciate Manny in this moment just really trying to, like, bring Emma down to earth with it and be like, well, your mom's a person too. And your mom can date people. So like, let's find out what it is about this person that she likes. And that's all that matters. <laughs> and because like, because realistically, if this conversation were to happen with me and um, with me and my friends, someone would have been like, is that D? But fortunately, <laughs> this is Degrassi. So no one has that comment to say, I know what your mama likes about snake. Cause someone smart ass definitely would have said it. Someone oh, absolutely! It. And yeah. being in eighth grade, being in eighth grade for sure. <laughs> Give that conversation to like Paige or somebody. Absolutely, <laughs> uh, right. But anyway, uh, Emma doesn't really feel any more comfortable. She has this really awkward uh, conversation with Snake. It's just, things are super awkward now. Uh, she says it's amazing. It's not. And just when Lied. they are distracted discussing Emma and her feelings, spoiler alert: we're going to discuss Emma and her feelings a lot this series they run into sean and craig quite literally but before we continue with their conversation let's go see what the grade nines are up to there's another dance did you guys know it's at (laughs) night there are actually two dances there's a juniors and a seniors dance which 
Just want to let you know, confused me for a little bit because they were like, that's a senior's dance, which means that the juniors can't go because I don't know if it's the same in Canada, but in, at least in my area, juniors and seniors are the last two grades in high school. So it took me a while to be like, I don't understand this juniors versus seniors dance concept, but I guess they divided the dances by grade level. I don't know. Yeah. They love to do that in Degrassi too, just in general, because how there used to be grade seven and grade eight last uh, season. And this, it's the, what, the Niners. And like, <laughs> very confusing. But, you know, here we are. So uh, the seniors dances in the evening. So I guess it's not daylight dancing, as Ashley was fearful of last season. And it's for everyone grade 10 and above. And that dis- divide makes no sense to me. But anyway. So weird. <laughs> Spinner and Jimmy are talking up a big game for their dancing skills. Spinner has an amazing playlist. Jimmy has some awesome, an awesome outfit. But there's Marco with the breakdancing moves in the hallway. I wrote this down. I did not remember us being introduced to Marco by him dancing in the hallway and having zero lines this episode. Nothing about me remember that. I want to know, like, who would have time to be breakdancing in the hallway, though? Enough to put on a show, too. Like, people were watching. <laughs> I have to ask my friend who works in a high school if this is what she sees in high schools. One thing I remember, which I find funny, it's kind of, I cackled when I saw it. And I think the person who said it was being serious, they were having discussions about returning from remote to in-person. And I guess there's, like, a makeout hallway at the school. <laughs> so I've they're seen. discussing, like, how things need to be, like, socially distanced. And the teacher was like, so, like... Will we still be remaining socially distanced protocols and everything in the makeout hallway corner? And like that just read as very typical of working in a high school. And that's absolutely what I imagine. And I thought he was being sarcastic. I think he was being serious. I have no idea. But the fact that there is an area of the building where all of the staff knows that the kids go to hook up with each other was just laughable to me. Yeah. Absolutely, because there's probably like not as many doors or entrances to it. That rings a bell for my high school too. <laughs> but also, just like, why were you guys like? I I guess people just do have time to do those things in high school. I don't know. I'll they're gonna to find ask. a way to do anything but what they're supposed to be doing. So that's the only reason it makes sense. But I guess judging by all of the TikToks I've seen of kids dancing in hallways and doing, <gasps> you know what? Absolutely, they absolutely have enough time. Girl, yeah, they find the time. That's so true with social media and everything. I would love to know how much time they're actually spending learning versus being on their phones and like in the hallway. Now, I for one did not have time because I actually went to class. But if I wasn't going <laughs> to class, I guess I would have had the time because what else would I be doing? <laughs> all right. Uh, anyway, Spinner starts to show off his moves, and it is clear by Jimmy and Paige's reaction that he's not a very good dancer. Okay, um, I saw better dancing. Heather Sinclair's grade three soft hop. And so Jimmy needs to ditch Spinner if he actually wants to win. Paige might be harsh, but she's not wrong. By any means. Back to our leading lady, Emma Nelson. Uh, Emma and Manny have just ran into Craig and Craig asks if the two of them will be going to the dance tonight. And Emma reminds him that they cannot go because it's only for seniors. 
Sean also isn't going because, as you noticed, Terry, what did Mm -hmm. Sean say in this scene? Sean is still very pressed over his breakup with Emma because he mentioned spending evenings alone while in front of her. So that's a I miss you. And also, I'm not spending time with anybody else because all I'm thinking about is you. I I hadn't even noticed the theatrics of that line until I went back and watched it just now after reading like your note. And I was like, yeah, that was absolutely drama. Yeah. He was going to find a way to, like, have that conversation and make it known, which was funny. He's very sad. But yes. So Sean's home alone. He can't go to the seniors dance. So Greg does gently tease Sean, but, and Sean gently pushes back. But it was a totally different dynamic than what he had with Jimmy last year. Just That's so true. It was clearly playful. But anyway... Emma and Manny have plans instead to join a girls' night with Spike. Manny thinks that Craig likes Emma. They've really set up this thought in our mind. So honestly, as an adult, as I was watching this scene, I was like, oh, so things aren't going to turn out how you think it will or how you want it to. Like, there's got to be something like someone's got to have to pull a rug out from underneath me. Yeah, because I watched this again. I was like, wait, like Craig was actually like into to Emma. Like that's I missed that. And I was like, oh, OK. <laughs> right. Anyway, it is later that day and the junior's dance is on. I'm trying to figure out if JT and Toby came to school dressed like this. And why didn't Emma and Manny dress up? Like, I just right. don't understand what's going on. But Liberty is also dressed up. And yeah, so they're all dressed up except for Emma and Manny. Not really sure what why I also I don't know why none of none of them neither of them are into it. But here we are. Yeah, that because that's true. Liberty does the announcement and she's in a completely different outfit than what she's in when it's time for the dance. So they came to school yeah. with a full outfit change, girl. <laughs> I am. I have questions, but anyway, we are so lucky because we get to hear the song from the Zit Remedy. Now here's a hot little '80s retro number from a very old band. The Zit Remedy. Oh, I hate that stupid song. Wow, Em, you hate everything today. No, just Simpsons Tasty Music. Thought I saw you girls playing Wallflower by the door. This girl, she likes to party all the time. Get on in. Snake is truly working overtime to get Emma to like him. Honestly, if he had just acted more normal, he probably would have had an easier time, but these people like to do the most. And so it's just really awkward for Emma. Emma and Manny end up going home and getting ready for the girls' night, and Spike is seen off to the side putting in her earrings. Red flag, because you don't need earrings for a girls' night at home. (laughs) Yeah, she's not hanging out with y'all tonight. (laughs) Uh, Spike is hella fake because she, quote-unquote, forgot to tell him that she's going to a concert with Snake or something. Or maybe he got the tickets at the last minute. I think it was fake. Girl, your daughter just <laughs> found out that you are dating her teacher. That's super awkward. Like, I don't know how many boyfriends she's had before this. And like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I believe that Spike is allowed to date. I believe she's allowed to date Snake. But the wound was fresh. And Emma's 13. Yeah. I think that's fair. That's a good point where it's just like you broke that news to her. You should probably like really hone in on spending time to like see how she feels versus like the way that she finds out how she feels later. Right. Like, like, you know, that it's girls night. And so you're dating her teacher. 
it's awkward, it's uncomfortable, and you're canceling girls night at the last minute so you can go hang out with your boyfriend. Of course, that's going to make her feel abandoned. Now, I get that it was a concert you wanted to go to, and I believe entirely that you should have gone to it, but somewhere in there could have been like, I'm canceling it tonight, but I'd love to spend tomorrow night together. Mm -hmm. You're really important to me. Something, something to make her, because obviously she's going to feel bad. Yeah, she's going to um, also probably look at it as a pattern, too. Like, she'll just have this negative feeling towards them going out on dates now because she's going to be like, well, there's no point in making girls night with you because you're probably going to end up having a date this night. Right. And yeah, and I, I get like as you get a boyfriend or as you get a partner and you introduce additional people into the relationship, of course, things are going to have to change. It can't stay the same forever. The same should be said as like if Emma were to get a boyfriend, she's not going to say, Mom, it's a date night. It's Friday night. She's going to want to go out with that boy or right. anyone who she ends up dating. Makes perfect sense. I just think that I can understand why Emma was hurt, even if it does make sense that Spike got to go out with Snake. I get why she was hurt. So how was your dance? It sucked, thanks to the DJ. Wasn't Mr. Simpson DJ? That's sort of my point. Yeah, definitely. Uh, overall, Emma's just really tired of Snake's existence as someone, as, as I, who had to deal with my mom dating at this ex- exact age. Maybe that is why I get it so much. Because let me tell you, my mom used to date this man we're going to call him that man, which I believe is actually what I called him for a very long time. And I'm going to go it. ahead and admit that I was a terrible ass brat. So like maybe I was in channeling my inner Emma the Menace. But it was <laughs> like, even though I didn't want you with my father, I do not know this man. I don't want him in my space. I don't mm-hmm. want him telling me what to do. I don't like people in general. <laughs> and I don't know who the fuck you are. So, and Emma actually knew, knew Sp- like snakes, but anyway, mm-hmm. I just wasn't trying to ex- ex- adjust my existence to accommodate a man of all people. But anyway, you know, that's a good point. That's a valid point. I was thinking about that as I was watching this too, because I've never been in this predicament per se. But I just know that like the thought of my mom, like being with somebody else at a younger age bothered me. <laughs> so to actually yeah. have to go through it, I probably would have very much so been Emma and I would have been a bitch. So <laughs> Yeah. And I had a friend who I recall saying, she's like, yeah, I couldn't stand it when my mom like started dating and got married because as a household full of girls, we used to walk around the house very like freely, minding mm. our business in the bathroom, wearing whatever we wanted. And then there was a man who lived here. So you kind of have to go from being free and like, this is, you know, your household is your home and you can do whatever you want and to having to cover yourself up. Um, I didn't have that level of privilege because I, you know, we weren't a nudist home. We weren't necessarily <laughs> being naked. I did grow up with two brothers, so we were probably a little bit more covered. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's it's a change. And it I is. think that, that is a hard change to adjust to, especially when you are in that middle school. Jimmy is trying to talk to Sean about their, nope, not Sean. <laughs> Spinner about their team plan for the evening and how they can focus on both of their strengths. Spinner can manage the music and Jimmy can dance. Spinner instantly becomes defensive and channels his inner Manny as he accuses Jimmy of jealousy. You're jealous. You want the spotlight all to yourself. Spin, you you move like a wounded polar bear, buddy. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I get it. I can't dance because I'm white. What? That's not what I'm saying. Yes, it is. Polar bears are white. 
I'm white and you're racist. What are you talking? Okay, I'm not saying you can't dance because you're white. I'm saying you can't dance because you suck. Fine. I'm going solo. You're fired. Yes, this clip was in my line or my TikTok reel of all the times when Jimmy tells someone what it is and what it isn't. And I actually really love that he says this. Um, I'm not saying you can't dance because you're white. I'm saying you can't dance because you can't dance. And he can't. He can't. It's Spinner. And it's it's so funny because it's like... I get into this for like my moral, but it's funny because they were really trying to be, or he was trying to be honest with him and just be like, look, we don't have to do this together. But the fact that Spinner just couldn't take the fact that someone was telling him about himself, that he had to go as far as embarrass himself. (laughs) Which really brings me to that episode where Spinner stinks and he's like, you didn't tell me that I stinks. And then Jimmy turns and he's like, you can't handle the truth. Like he, you know, he's you know, repeating that one actor in line, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, but he essentially says, you can't handle the truth. And I wish he would have said, you literally can't handle the truth. I told you you couldn't drink and you, or you, I told you you couldn't dance and you got upset. Yeah. We had this conversation three episodes ago. But anyway, <laughs> um, Craig is dressed this evening as Sid Vicious from the Sex Pistols for the dance. And I can't believe I didn't Google who that is. So let me go ahead and Google who this is. I was just about to say, I don't know who that man is. I don't see it, but whatever, I guess. I mean, he's a thin guy with shaggy hair. <laughs> like, the outfit doesn't match. Anyway, that's who Craig is dressed as. They say Somebody. It. I have no idea if that somehow ties to DJH or anything or DH right. because I don't know. That's who he's dressed as. Joey uses this opportunity to break out his that damn time-traveling fedora that nobody asked for. It just ain't no way that a fedora was ever hip. I don't care what year it was. I don't think they were ever really meant to be like a fashion statement. <laughs> That's right. Just me. Maybe like it, it, it was anyway. <laughs> Every time I think about it, I think about my coworker who wore a fedora seriously. Um, he no longer works there. I've mentioned him before. He was on drugs. So now you actually know, it adds up. It makes a lot of sense. Anyway, Craig says that the girl he likes won't be at the dance tonight. And hmm, is it Emma? That's definitely what they want us to think. Absolutely. It's what I thought this time around from this scene. I was like, it's definitely Emma. (laughs) Yes. Speaking of Emma, Emma and Manny get a grand idea to crash the senior dance. Emma dresses up as Cindy Lauper and Manny dresses as I... God, I knew what this was. I knew who she dressed as and I can't believe I didn't write it down because I have no idea. I couldn't, I didn't deep dive into it enough to figure it out, but I couldn't guess it. <laughs> I was like, was that someone that like, was did Spike have a friend that looked like Manny? <laughs> oh God, I can't remember who she dressed as. But anyway, they all dress up as people as from the 80s, blah, blah, blah. And in this scene, I didn't know. I didn't know at one point in time, I did not write it down. Emma and yeah. Manny are at the dance trying to sneak in when they run into Craig. In case you forgot, Paige is still mad at Ashley. Hi, guys. Gross me green, like totally. (laughs) Anyway, Craig agrees to help sneak them into the dance. And in this moment, our plots have merged, our A plot and our B plot. Spinner is practicing his moves when we see a gloved white hand chain Spinner's music and then strut down the hallway. It's Jimmy dressed as Michael Jackson. Jimmy sees or Spinner sees Jimmy and once again proves he is not the brightest. 
So, uh, who are you supposed to be? Vanilla Ice? Oh, who are you supposed to be? Michael Jackson? Um, yeah. Spin. He is. Oh. Spinner just tries to call Jimmy out for not being able to break dance in his outfit, but Jimmy has another outfit just for that. Now, you should have known this is not going to go the way planned. Look, because I don't think we've gotten there yet, but we just know that you can't tell Spinner something and then expect him to do good with the information, right? I was thinking that. <laughs> so you he tell him. Proven. No, you tell him you have another outfit. Of course, he's going to try to find a reason to sabotage that outfit and to like think about it in advance. It's just like, you can't put that bag down. You know, Spinner going to steal it. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. why would you do that? And just as you said, Jimmy puts the bag down and we see a hand snatch the backpack. Emma and Manny are having the time of their lives. Makes you think of, is that an 80s song? It's it like, I had the time of my life and I owe it, it all to you. Is. I can that hear it in my head. That wasn't even intentional. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> they are having the time of their lives at this dance. 1987. There we go. Look at me. Uh, they're watching everything, including the competition. Spinner's music was tampered with and Jimmy's clothes were hidden, as we saw happen earlier. And both ended up embarrassed as Spinner doesn't have his music and Jimmy rips his pants. I just... Episode? Oh my goodness, yes. And I literally, I wrote, I just know that Drake regrets this episode. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Do you think he regrets it more than he regrets that one time he did blackface? No, absolutely not. But I'm sure it's like second or third on that list. (laughs) It's like the absolute secondhand embarrassment. It's like, I cannot believe. But yes, so um, both ended up embarrassed. And Marco wins the competition and the affection of the ladies. Spinner and Jimmy are not the only two left embarrassed because Craig approaches Emma and Manny during a slow song. And we think he's going to ask Emma to dance. But instead, he asks Manny. Emma's feelings are hurt, and she runs away. She runs home from the rejection, only to encounter... Emma, what are you doing out here? You should be in bed. Really? So should you two. Emma! That's right. Spike and Snake were on the porch making out. Emma expresses that she's hurt because she feels left behind by both Spike and Manny. This is understandable considering Emma only has one friend. Or I guess like I realized I didn't realize that they were genuinely friends with Liberty because it feels so disingenuous. Mm -hmm. But like later down the road, I realized that like they were a friend group, but I just feel like Liberty was never really in it with them. So I'm. I don't, I just didn't feel like they were friends at this point. But anyway. Yeah, that's fair. Because I mean, the last time we saw them actually interacting was when Liberty was telling Emma off for not minding her business. So fair enough. Yeah. But anyway, so again, (laughs) Emma's got one friend and her one friend (laughs) is with the boy who she thought liked her and she liked her. But anyway, the episode closes where Emma says she's not sure she's going to be okay with Spike and Snake. And that's okay that she needs time. It's Mm -hmm. also okay if she understands that it's not her choice. Like, you cannot be okay with it. But as long as this man is nice and he treats your mom well, you're going to have to work toward it. Because your mom's allowed to date. 
But anyway. Yeah, her mom's also young because, again, Emma's, what, 13? And she had right. Emma at 13. So her mom is still very much in her prime. So it's yeah. kind of like what's going to happen. Yeah. You don't really get to pick, but it is okay that you're not okay with it yet. So Definitely. Yeah, um, I think. Um, oh, you had a you had a question in here that I noticed. I in did, because I was taken aback by it. Because again, this is not going to be the first or the last time this is an issue. But do you think that Manny should have said no to the dance? So I don't. Um, I think that both Emma and Manny were pretty open that they both kind of had a crush on Craig, and they thought he was cute. And it they it, they just happened to only think he liked Craig or he that he liked. Emma. Emma. But Manny is such a supportive friend that if he had gone for Emma, she would have totally been behind it. So I really feel like vice versa. I know it was a surprise for them. Emma should be a supportive friend. And I think she actually is a supportive friend. Mm-hmm. And that I didn't she tell Emma or Manny to dan- go dance with him or whatever? Or she kind yeah. of like, and she did go, she did run home and cry. But of course, she's upset. Like, I want the best for you, but my feelings are hurt. Like, yeah i was torn on it because from earlier episodes like it was i feel like it was that's true okay so from the first two episodes that we covered last week they were all very into him like all thought he was really cute all really excited manny was like excited about the fact that emma knew him so i think that might be why i remember manny being more like for emma and craig but that's because she had a prior relationship with him like they knew each other so that makes more sense to me now. Because when I was watching this, I was like, I don't know if she should have danced with him just because of everything that was going on. But also it is true that they were both, they both seemed interested in him. So. Yes. I think I've only liked the same guy as my friend once. I think it was in sixth grade. Um, and this is a point in time when it wasn't nobody checking for me. And that was perfectly <laughs> okay with me. So even though my friend and I both like the same guy, and even though it was pretty upsetting being 12 years old and the guy that you liked who was never going to like you back, liked your friend, it was from a realistic, I, I don't know if I've always been realistic, it was like, I wasn't going to marry him anyway, it's fine. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Um, That's just who I was. But I mean, I think they were both pretty openly, they both thought he was cute, so... Yeah, I think because when I think about the times that myself and like my best friend, like I've been in the similar situation as Emma and Manny, where it's like we're two very best friends, like a group of girls. So like every time we go out and like if we meet guys, they always have friends. So everyone would meet friends and it would be a whole thing. But there have been times like in high school where me and my really good friend like like the same person, talk to the same person. And we really didn't like we stopped talking to each other over it for months. Mm-hmm. We're really good friends now to this day. I don't talk to any of the guys. So, of course, Um But it's just interesting to me because I guess it would depend on what point in life I was at. Because in high school, I was petty. And this would have pissed me off. But that's probably why. I I feel like in high school, it's. I mean, for me, it's probably different because I was in sixth grade. So sixth grade feels different than high school. I feel like maybe high school, it feels stronger, even though realistically or more traditionally, everyone does not end up marrying the person they started dating in high school. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Everyone. So like. For me, I probably wouldn't have taken it. I don't know. I fr- I would have been hurt, but I don't think I would have taken it that seriously. As it's like, what are the what are the odds that you're gonna be with your high school person for eleven years? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. That's true. But um, I mean, obviously, it happens. Um, I did. I one time I ended up dating a one guy, 
And so back in my day in the early 2000s, people used to have a live journal, so a little public journal online. (laughs) And I remember I started dating a guy who my friend dated. Well, she wasn't even really my friend. She was a girl who I knew who was in the sim, who we had mutual friends with. But I always thought Mm -hmm. she was kind of mean. Um, And I mean, looking back, like in the moment, it was like, girl, you suck this dick. But he probably did sell her some dreams. So I understand why she was upset. But she likes that's a lot of dicks. And like, that's not to slut shame her. But in the moment, it was like, well, you suck so many dicks. Why is this one important to you? And he had, like, we ended up dating. And I was like, I don't understand. So like, she wrote about something, said something shady about me. Like, she, like, uh, an early 2000 subtweet on her live journal about me dating this guy whose dick she oh, wow. And I personally did not understand because I was like, now you done sucked and fucked like him and 10 of his friends. Which is fine if you want to fucking suck him and him and ten of his friends, <laughs> right? But you can't right. you can't do a bunch of them and then claim them all. Yeah, no, I that's true because I've always hated people like that where it's just like you talk to them and also think back to the fact when someone says they talk to somebody, it's like what you used to stay on the phone with them past ten p.m. a couple of nights during the school week. You know what I mean? So like when people will be like, you can't talk to this person because we you didn't have anything. You know what I mean? Like you talk to him just like all the other girls were talking to him. So I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. But either way, I get why I get why Emma was surprised and her feelings were hurt. But I also think overall, and I think we see it afterwards, she genuinely seems to support Manny and her crush and this new budding romance she has with Craig. She doesn't seem like she has any ill wishes. I honestly didn't even realize a couple a season later when some things go down you could theoretically look back and be like oh are you saying this shit about her because you jealous no i don't think that had any relation to Mm. it um i just think she thought that manny was doing a lot and she should have been doing a little bit less me personally whatever different thoughts we'll talk about it when we get there if you know you know and if you don't know you'll find out Mm -hmm. but um i think that emma was overall supportive you know but she's 13 and her feelings are hurt and her mama got a new man. Yeah, she had a rough day. So that's fair enough, too. I think she you- would have cried no matter what. A new man who stay in your house. Like, damn, you at house. And she said it. She's like, I go to school and he's here. I go home and he's there. She doesn't even say it at this episode. She says it in another one. But like, girl, I feel it. I that's get fair. it. Yeah, so, that makes sense. I know Emma gets on many of our nerves. But at the end of the day, I do see where she was coming from. And yeah, I related to it heavily. I think it was an important storyline to show. Um, my episode moral, do you have one? I do. Do you want to go first? Oh, you can go first. Okay. Mine was, and this goes for literally both the storylines, funny enough, is that communication and honesty are essential in every relationship. Because without communication and honesty, like no one will be on the same page, nor will they be able to work towards making things better or like finding a middle ground. So again, for like Jimmy and Spinner, had they both just been honest and maybe had more than one conversation about the fact that they were both going to go up against each other, they wouldn't have both sabotaged each other because it would have just been like, hey, let's just do this fairly. And then for Emma, again, we don't find out how Emma really feels until the last like two minutes of the episode. So had she just been honest, even in the beginning, if she was like, I don't know how I feel about this, but initially it doesn't feel great. I think it would have been a better indicator to like spike where her head was at. So again, maybe her mom would have made a different decision and not had gone out to go on that date that night because she knew that Emma felt a certain way about it. But Emma spent the whole episode trying to convince everybody that it was fine. Had she just communicated and been honest from the jump, 
I don't think she would have went home crying the way she did. So Right. I agree. Um, so I actually went in a different direction with my moral, but I think that this is more so my conclusion moral and not necessarily their intended moral. I think yours is more so correct of their intentions. Mm-hmm. But mine is just kind of just because the people you love begin to find joy in relationships with other people does not mean that they don't still love and care for you. But as a side note, two people who are in relationships, friendships and your family still matter. So try mm-hmm. not to be that person who becomes so wrapped up in their relationship that you forget about your friends and family. Um, for me growing up, that would be really frustrating. The people who would re- ignore your calls once they got a partner, but come mm-hmm. running back the minute they fought with their partner or their partner was busy. Don't be that friend. That was entirely as an aside, not even part of the episode. But I mean, we're going to say that people in relationships still care about their friends. It's important for the people who have other relationships to make sure that they show their friends and family that they still care. So like Emma's mom ditching her for girls night. Not a great, not a great move when she just mm-hmm. found out she had a man, in my opinion. You could have at least have told her sooner or or broken the news a little bit more gently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a good point. And a, that's a good point for your moral, though, too, because, again, it's two people, the only two major people in Emma's life. And they're both about to embark on these like relationship journeys. And she's just kind yeah. of in the middle. Honestly. But yeah. So for my predictions, um. What's what's good with Ashley and Paige? What are we doing here? We're going to find mm-hmm. out. But, mm-hmm. uh, um, is Emma going to rebound on Toby finally? If Toby's been waiting, I'm just saying. Um, did Ashley's parents find out about her party? I think she they did. And I think we'll find out. Is it next episode? I think it's the next episode because the it next is. episode is the episode that they started the season off with in some on that Capacity. note, with Terry by her side, Ashley attempts to make amends for her actions at her house party. So we do. She eventually earns the forgiveness of Paige and Hazel and apologizes to Jimmy for what happened between them. Jimmy is somehow convinced that they are back together, but when Sean comes calling, Ashley makes plans to go on a date with him. The news Oops. of the date soon spreads and Ashley is back to where she started, only without Terry. They absolutely gave the entire synopsis in this description. But anyway, meanwhile, Toby becomes smitten with the new girl without realizing she's Spinner's sister. (gasps) That's our episode for next week. Love it. Can't wait. But yeah, so if you don't have anything else you want to add. I think that's it. that wraps this week's episode of below the dot podcast if you enjoyed your listen please tell a friend to tell a friend to hold you over between episodes you can follow us on twitter instagram and tiktok under some derivative of the username below the dot feel free to reach out with any questions comments or concerns on either of our social media accounts or email us at whatever it takes 385 at gmail.com Thank you so much for listening, and we'll be back on your airways this time next week. Bye.